let's have some fun and it is going to be uh, a harsh night <laughs> it's that fair now don't get me wrong we're gonna have a blast it's not gonna be a super heavy one like the the february 9th show we're gonna have a blast but it is time to speak some seriously harsh truths about the military right now about lgbtq air force involvement in schools it's time to speak a harsh truth about female athletes being crushed by trannies. It's time to speak hard truths about all Democrat politicians now. From Joe Biden to governors to mayors like Eric Adams of New York. It's a night of harsh truths here on the Jesse Kelly Show with maybe some laughs and stuff like that mixed in. You know we'll mix in a pistol shot or two. Just for funsies. But let's begin here because I wake up every single day and I'm probably doing the same thing you're doing. I keep waking up every day and I roll over. I grab my phone. I pick it up and I look to see if we're at war or the world is at war with Russia. And we're not by the grace of God. Not yet. Uh, however, every single day, I get more and more messaging like this from Anthony Blinken. I am here today not to start a war, but to prevent one. Okay, so some college nerd wrote you that speech. That's nice. That's fine. And, and I hear things like this from Joe Biden, who I might point out took off his mask so he could answer this question. How high is the threat of a Russian invasion right now? It's very high. Why? It's very high because they have not... They have not moved any of their troops out. They've moved more troops. Yeah, no one cares what he has to say. But every single day, it's that kind of messaging. It's very high. We're all going to die. Russia's going in. Russia's going in. And I still remain a little bit odded out, weirded out. I guess that's probably a better way to put it. Why all the doom and gloom talk about Russia? Why? I can't quite understand what the angle is. I know there is an angle. I suspect the Biden family's deep involvement in Ukraine and the corruption there may be part of that angle, but I can't quite unpack it, and it's driving me nuts. I don't know why. I mean, I'm, look, Chris. Chris is back in the house, I should mention. He's back from his proposal vacation like an idiot. She said yes, so Chris is going to be getting married, but he's back in the chair. Uh, I... You know, Chris, what a huge intellect I have. What? What? You know what a gigantic IQ I have. <laughs> As Chris just said, he forgot how much he hates this job. But I can't figure out what's going on. But, but we're going to set all that aside. And let's talk about harsh truths. Real, honest, harsh truths. Here's, there's going to be a few of these tonight. There's a transgender swimmer at Penn. Ivy League school. Obviously, uh, born a dude, now claims he's a woman, even though apparently he still has the old equipment attached. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going into the detail, details. I don't want to ruin your dinner or my dinner. Let's just say he's got some awfully broad shoulders out there. And the headline today is transgender swimmers are the fastest at the Ivy League women's championship. Yes, there's two of them. And unsurprisingly, they're dominating all the women because men are bigger, stronger, and faster than women are. Okay, but th 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 none of this is news. That's not what I'm talking about here. I actually, tonight, 
I don't have harsh words for whatever you call that thing that's swimming in the pool for Penn. I don't. Okay, there have always been insane people. Always have been, and there always will be. Mental illness is simply part of the human condition. Have you ever seen feminists? It's clearly here. It's clearly here. People who like ketchup on burgers. Mental illness is out there. Right? We just have to accept it. My harsh words are for the young ladies on the Penn swim team. And that may sound harsh. That may sound a little, a little judgy. But hear me out. I consider this era, the era we're in right now, to be the era of cowardice. I feel as if we are surrounded by cowards everywhere. It's not that so many people buy into the outright lies we are sold time and time again. Yes, a certain percentage of the population buys into the lies. There's no question about that. But it's that so many people who know the truth, who know the right thing to do, choose to be silent so they can just be left alone. Okay, a man storms into the female locker room and the for the, in the on the Penn swim team. All right, all right, fine. Not ideal. Let's just admit that. But fine. Where have the boycotts been? Anyone? Feel free to look. If I've missed the boycott, please let me know. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Send me the information to the meet where the women on the team or the women on one of the opposing teams have said, I'm not competing. You've got a dude in the pool. He's helicoptering his way to winning every single title. This is wrong. I'm standing up to it. Send me the link to that. And this is the response I get when I bring that up. This is always the response I get. Well, Jesse, these these girls, they're worried about what about their scholarships or the Ivy League education or or they're they're worried about getting yelled at on campus and, and Okay. Do you think do you think there aren't casualties in war? We're in a culture war right now. Do you think you're going to fight it with no casualties? Do you think you're going to fight it and never lose a dime, a job opportunity, a friend, a family member? That's not how war works. There are casualties that come with it. You, I don't want to hear your anonymous complaints from the swim team locker room about how uncomfortable you are that there's a dude in there swinging around the locker room. I don't want to hear how angry you are that, oh, my hard work is is being ruined because there's a dude in the pool. You won't even stand up and fight for yourself. You won't lift a finger to fight for yourself. Okay. How bad does it have to get for you? Let's say you're one of these genius women on the on the Penn swim team. You are unhappy because of a lifetime of hard work, and that's what it takes to become an accomplished swimmer like that. Good for you. Scholarship athlete. Very impressive. Very impressive. And you worked obviously hard on your grades, or you're not getting in the Ivy League anyway, and you're angry about it. What is the penalty you would pay? What if they did a gigantic organized boycott? I'm not competing anymore until that thing is out of the pool. What if they did that? 
Well, Jesse, they might lose scholarships. Okay, you can't go to school anywhere else? You have to go to Penn? I know a bunch of rich people, a bunch of poor people too, but I know a bunch of rich people. I don't know a single one of them that went to an Ivy League school. What, what's this obsession with Ivy League schools? Could somebody please tell me? Is it, is it just bragging rights? Is it bragging rights for mom and dad? And you understand that's not just community college idiot Jesse talking. Guys like Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, you know, some of the richest guys in the world, they say all this money people spend on these fancy schools, they say it's complete lunacy. Cuban tells you to go to a state school. Elon Musk says don't go to college at all. That's the, that's the casualty you're not willing to risk? I might lose my scholarship? Okay, let's set that aside. Oh, but uh, they're going to be, they're going to yell at us. They're really mean. Yes, the tranny mob, the LGBTQ Air Force mob, one of the most vicious mobs out there. No question about it. Yep, they absolutely might send you some nasty emails, text messages. Maybe they'll have a big rally out in front of your dorm and say what a, what a bigot you are or whatever words they use. Okay, okay, fine. Um, you can't handle that to save your sport? And... I want to be clear. I'm not just singling out the women on the Penn swim team. This is industry after industry after industry after industry. Institution after institution is slowly being completely destroyed by American communism, by this cultural Marxism. And no one wants to step up. None of them. Everyone wants to be quiet. Let's just go along to get along. I, I don't want to get yelled at, guys. I can't risk this. I can't risk that. Well, if we're going to be a country where no one's willing to risk anything, then we are already finished. We might as well take the keys to the nation and hand them to the communists and say, have at it. Because this era of cowardice is killing us. Either step up, buck up, and start fighting for yourself, or sit back and shut your mouth and watch your swim records get crushed, because I'm done caring about people who don't care enough to fight for themselves. Oh, and like I said, I'm not just singling them out. I have another institution I'm about to blast, and another one after that, and another one after that. Give me just a second. Gosh, fired up about this stuff. Look, you know what? Speaking of fired up about something else, something else you have to take ownership of is your own protection. Your own protection. We can sit here all day long. Did you see the latest murder in New York? Okay. New York's an unsafe place. If you're hearing me right now from New York City, please tell me you have a hero gun or don't complain. It's an unsafe, dangerous place. America's cities are. A hero gun is a non-lethal gun. Anyone can use it. You can hate guns and still have one of these. Doesn't require a concealed carry permit. Has a laser sight on it. I mean, anyone can use this thing. Have you taken ownership of your self-defense? Any ownership at all? You should if you haven't. Get one for yourself. Get one for your spouse. Take ownership. Go to Hero2020.com. Use the code JESSE and that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and before I forget, 
I don't want to be negligent here. Tomorrow, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Now, I realize, judging by the numbers here, there are a lot more new listeners. I have no idea why that continues to happen. It's so weird anybody listens, Chris. <laughs> but we have a lot more new listeners, so you may not understand what Fridays are on this show. The show's a little different anyway. Friday, it's very, very different. On Friday, we don't do stories. Now, obviously, if there's something huge that happens, we'll, obviously, we'll address it. We're not going to ignore it, but we don't do stories. The entire Friday show for three hours is the questions you have emailed in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. The entire show. All of it. All three hours. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your questions, and I need to stress this, do not have to be political. They can be. That's totally fine. I get it. That's what you're passionate about. You want to ask questions about history? You want to ask stupid questions? Uh, questions about men or women or gift ideas or, or, or travel or food? Or, I don't care. Whatever you email in, that's what we talk about. The week's heavy enough. What, Chris? Oh, speaking of history, I'm glad Chris brought that up. I brought this up last night. Allow me to tell you again. You may remember my older shows. I used to start out every single show with a history story. Every single show. Random history stuff. And I'm talking like the first hour of the show. I can't do that anymore. I'm doing way too much media now. I have a TV show every night at 9 p.m. Eastern. I have this. I just I, It takes four or five hours a show to do enough history research for it. I don't have time in the day. That's... The bad news. The bad news is you don't get history every day anymore. The good news is this. Premier, because they treat me like freaking gold around here, has allowed me to start a history podcast that I will do whenever I have time. And I have time. We are off on Monday because of President's Day. I was going to work, but all the staff gets the day off if I take the day off. And they all have to get dragged in if I get if I go to work. So I was like, okay, well, look. Give them the day off. I am going to do history. I don't know if it will drop on Monday, but Chris will have it up really fast. It'll be Monday or Tuesday. You will have a brand new history podcast completely separate from this. And don't worry. You're not going to have to go searching for it. It's not going to be a mystery. Whenever it drops, I'll just badger you over the face with, or badger you about where it is. You'll know where it is. What, Chris? Chris said, what's it going to be about? Chris, I know what it's going to be about. I'm also the only person on the planet who knows what it's going to be about. I'm not going to give that information to you or them or anything. All I can tell you is you're going to enjoy it. My prep work is done. I could do it right now, but I have to do this little radio show first. All right. Now, back to what we were talking about in case you missed it. We were talking about how Eric Adams is a total clown. We need to really stop distorting the news. You know, and I'm going to say this. And, you know, I'm not saying it out of hate. I'm saying it out of love. He's saying it out of hate. Continuing, anyway. I'm a black man. That's the mayor. But my story has been interpreted by people that don't look like me. I'm kidding. We weren't talking about Eric Adams before. I just cannot get over that. I cannot get over the endless race card playing in this country. Shut up, you loser. You suck already as mayor. I told everyone you were going to suck. Now, don't, now do you believe me? I told you. And, you know, we're going to get back to that in a little while. I want to get back to why... All Democrats suck now. All of them. All the elected officials. I'll get to that in a few. I want to get back to my story. I opened it up 
talking about this trans swimmer for Penn who's dominating women's swimming. And I had harsh words for those female swimmers. This is the era of cowardice. Not one boycott, not one name put to, pa- to, put to paper, all a bunch of anonymous complaining. Nobody wants to step up, take some chances, and save their industry, save their institution. You know that women's sports, as much as I enjoy making fun of them, especially women's basketball, you know women's sports is a really good thing, right? It's very healthy, very healthy. Women learn teamwork, stay in shape, just hard work, so many great things. And women's sports is going to be utterly destroyed within 10 years because no one wants to step up and do anything about it. And when it's utterly destroyed in 10 years, when every single woman swimmer in 10 years looks like a strong safety... People will look around and ask, why? How did this happen? How it happened was, in the very beginning, when everyone witnessed this insanity, nobody had the guts to step up and stop it. And I didn't want to just single them out. It's every industry. You can see it in politics, and I'll get to that in just a minute. You see it in uh, professional sports. Professional sports. Remember? Remember when St. George Floyd died? And... All, everyone in the NFL started crapping on the flag. I still won't watch the NFL to this day. Crapping on the flag, won't even come out for the anthem. America sucks! And Drew Brees, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, puts up the most benign internet video ever saying, hey, I love the flag. Both of my grandpas fought in World War II, and man, it's a really cool flag. Immediately, the communist mob came for him, and Drew Brees, talk about the era of cowardice. Listen to what this loser ran out and put up apologizing basically for his World War II veteran grandfathers. Listen to this pathetic weakness. This is why we are where we are. I know there's not much that I can say that would make things any better right now. But I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people that I care and and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally. Chris, uh, just a heads up, I need a vomit button on my soundboard. And I'm not kidding. I need. I, I was looking for an appropriate button right now. I need a vomit button button for my soundboard. Honestly. Apparently, Drew Brees is post-op, too. That is so unbelievably embarrassing. The era of cowardice. And it applies to politics, too. I'm going to get to that in a minute, and I'm going to tell you why it goes beyond just Biden and Eric Adams, why all Democrats suck now. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I just want to remind you, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Basically, it's the greatest moment of your life. 
Chris, it is. It is. The, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Did you see this? Because I, I have to get back to something here in a second. Did you see this? New York Attorney General, they're investigating Trump and his business practices. Trump and his two kids, two of his kids, have to testify. Now, you may be tempted to say, New York's so corrupt, or this is wrong, or they shouldn't. You're, you're right. It is wrong. You're right. New York's corrupt. The response, however, is not to complain. It's not to yell. The response is Republican AGs dragging Joe Biden into court without end as soon as he stops becoming president with investigation after investigation after investigation after investigation. We have got to lay down this idiotic suicidal notion on the right that we're supposed to be better than them. This stuff, this insanity, it never ends until both sides feel pain. Both sides feel pain. Here's how it's always worked. Democrats get power. Democrats use power, punish Republicans without end. Republicans whine about it, and then Republicans take power, and Republicans say, oh, we're better than them, guys. We're above that. We have to be principled. And Democrats sit over there and snicker, and they laugh behind closed doors about what a bunch of suckers and saps we are on the right, and then eventually they take power again and do the same thing again. This never ends. This dirty, ugly politics never ends until each side fears the other. That's when swords will be laid down. Period. That is the new right. That is how anti-communists must operate. That's exactly why I'm not a member of the GOP. I'm an anti-communist. I understand how to take on communists. All right, I want to get back to something I talked about here in a minute. About, about why all Democrats suck now. Let's remember, Joe Biden... Yeah, he's always been a, a, a jerk and a piece of crap, but he was always thought of as a relatively middle-of-the-road Democrat. All right, so he gets elected president, and in part, that's part of the reason why he got elected president. That's how they sold him old Joe, old Scranton Joe, even though he'd never been, been in Scranton in ages. Scranton Joe, just a, just a blue-collar guy like us. And then he's governed as hard left as any president in the history of America. You realize Joe Biden is significantly to the left of Barack Obama, who I despise more than any other president. How does that happen? Well, you have to understand. We have to get our minds around now. There aren't really moderate Democrats anymore, not if they're Democrats from blue areas. You may consider Joe Manchin to be a moderate Democrat. Okay, I, maybe I'll give you that. He's from a blood-red area. West Virginia is blood-red. It's like the most Republican state in the union now. That's why Joe Manchin governs the way he does. The party is deciding the direction, not the individual. It's why when Eric Adams was running for mayor of New York and everybody was so hopeful... You know, I don't want to be King Cynic all the time, but everyone was so hopeful. Finally, no more Bill de Blasio. We can finally get some sanity out here. We're going to, we're going to, boy, we'll get rid of that communist. Eric Adams sounds so much more moderate. He sounds tough on crime. And what did I tell you time and again? What did I say? Right here. 
I said, uh, you're crazy. Even if Eric Adams is some kind of moderate, even if those are his personal beliefs, maybe tougher on crime, things like that, even if those are his personal beliefs, Eric Adams ain't running a thing. The Democrat machine will run Eric Adams and he will govern just like the communist Bill de Blasio governed. The exact same way. Oh, Jesse, you're nuts. Quit being cynical. Headline, Eric Adams proposes $98 billion budget. $98 billion budget. Eric Adams, since he's taken over as mayor, has done absolutely zero to stop the violent crime. Oh, 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 don't get me wrong. There was some tough rhetoric. It got everyone's hopes up, but we promptly had a couple New York cops shot and killed and Eric Adams didn't say we're keeping everyone in jail. Eric Adams didn't take a single step of any kind. Eric Adams, he got up behind the podium and started complaining about guns. And remember, he brought in Joe Biden to whine about guns and gun laws. The difference between Eric Adams and Bill de Blasio is, well, there is no difference. And this honestly, this isn't about Eric Adams. It's not about Joe Biden. It's about us understanding going forward. They're all the same. They're all radical leftists now. Because even if they personally don't hold these feelings inside, even if they personally don't, don't feel that way, they're still going to govern as if they're far-left radicals because that is the direction their party has taken. That's what their base believes. The era of the moderate Democrat, the middle-of-the-road Democrat, that era is gone. Long, long, long gone. We got to wake up and realize it. Get to a couple emails here. We live in a suburb of San Diego. My daughter is in middle school and there was only one kid who started refusing to wear his mask. Emails went out from the school reminding everyone that the school was powerless over the rules and for all to follow those rules. Now there are 20 to 30 students refusing to wear masks. Parents starting to protest outside the school and the school board members starting to advocate for independent choices at the local level. It started with one kid. What an inspiration. Do you see, do you see the difference? Do you see the contrast in what I've been talking about tonight? We have these pen swimmers. Not one person puts a name to it. We have Drew Brees won't stand up to anything. We have Joe Biden won't tell the radicals in his party to shut up and sit down. Eric Adams, just as communist as Bill de Blasio. And then we have people who have decided to stand up. It started with one kid. If we could just get a few people in each one of these institutions to step up and say this is wrong. This is evil. I will speak out against it. Come what may, I will speak up and I will speak out. People will rally behind them. The support will be there. But instead, we live in the era of cowardice where we're banking on middle school kids to do it. You remember that audio I played at the beginning of last night's show? I'm not going to play it again. If you missed it, the whole thing's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I'm not going to play it again. But I opened the show. I played the audio of a 13-year-old girl at the trucker protest in Canada getting up in front of a bunch of adults and giving a daggone speech that had apparently, according to my emails, that had all of us ready to run through a brick wall. Why is it the kids now? Why are the adults not stepping up and saving their institutions? I mean, we couldn't even keep the Boy Scouts. No one at the Boy Scouts wanted to step up and say, ah, actually, no, we don't need girls in here. 
Uh, no, we don't need LGBTQ Air Force outreach. This is the Boy Scouts. We're going to learn about knots and starting fires and shooting and things like that. No, no, but no one did. Everybody, and they all knew it. That's what drives me crazy. They all knew that was going to be the end of the Boy Scouts. And instead, you know what you heard? That. Silence. That's what you heard. You heard nothing because we live in the era of cowardice. We have got to step up. And I'll tell you what, let's, let's set all this aside. Let's set aside Biden and the, the tranny swimmers and the Eric Adams. And let, let's, let's set all this stuff aside. There is another institution out there. Talk about the era of cowardice. There's another institution that should be much, much, much different where you would expect a lot less cowardice. Instead, you get more than anyone else. You want to know what that institution is? I will tell you in just one second. And speaking of cowardice, how many corporations have done this too? How many corporations have bent the knee to the mob when they knew it was wrong because they were scared? Corporation after corporation after corporation has done it. Why do you think I'm so supportive of my pillow? Mike Lindell didn't do it. Mike Lindell got debanked. He got kicked out of the big box stores and debanked. And he still didn't slow down. He didn't quiet down. That's awesome, man. And right now, as I've been telling you, they have a deal on their Giza Dream Sheets. Oh, gosh. The best sheets ever. <laughs> their lowest price ever. 60% off. 6-0. You can get them as low as $39.99. You got to go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code JESSE, though. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Or you could call, maybe you're on the road, that's fine too. Just tell them Jesse told you to call 800-845-0544. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and you know what? I haven't decided whether or not we're taking phone calls tonight. We haven't taken them in a few days. We might go without him again tonight. There's no guest again tonight. I've really been enjoying the no guests, no phone calls, just because it gives me that much more me. And that is that is really my favorite thing in the world, Chris. <laughs> right, we've been talking about the era of cowardice right now. The era of cowardice. I want to read something for you. Because we were talking about the Penn swimmers and Drew Brees and, and these coward politicians. We're talking about even the Boy Scouts, how every institution is being overrun by this communist filth, and so many good people know what's right. They know the truth from lies, and they choose to remain silent. I'm going to read you something here. There's an Army officer. He's been serving in the United States Army for four decades. These have been his assignments. You ready for this? 82nd Airborne, 5th Special Forces Group, 7th Infantry Division, 2nd Infantry Division, Joint Readiness Training Center, 25th Infantry Division. You, you impressed yet? Oh, wait, there's more. Two Defense Distinguished Service Medals, four Army Distinguished Service Medals, three Defense Superior Service Medals, three Legions of Merit, and four Bronze Stars. You know they don't hand out Bronze Stars just for stapling papers, right? So I just gave you the resume of somebody. Now, let me ask you something. Do you consider that somebody to be a brave person? You probably would, wouldn't you? I mean, I just, I mean, I read you the resume. Ask me, that sounds like a man of courage, does it not? Well, I actually have some audio of that man right here. 
I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So, That's the same guy. That's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley. Talk about the era of cowardice. You think Mark Milley with a resume like that in a private moment doesn't look at what's happening to the United States military and bang his head against the wall? You think he doesn't talk about it with friends and family members? You think Mark Milley doesn't go home to his wife and talk about how they're destroying the United States military from within? Oh, he does, but then you get him in public and it's, I want to understand white rage, guys. Can I have my pension, please? Headline. This is from the DOD. The military spent six million man man hours on woke training under Joe Biden. The United States military spent nearly six million man hours on an extremism stand down and diversity, equity and inclusion training since Joe Biden took office. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Army General Mark Milley, provided that data to the Senate Armed Services Committee Republicans in response to an October 2021 request. The data showed service members spent a total of 5,889,082 man hours on the stand down a day when all the commanders in the military spoke to their troops about extremism. We face real threats across the world, and yet the Biden administration is more focused on promoting its leftist social agenda in the military instead of countering China, Russia, and Iran or creating an effective counterterrorism plan, said the Republican senators in a statement on Tuesday. And it should be noted, I am, I'm always ready to point out the horrible Republicans, and there are plenty of them, the horrible, useless Republicans who don't do anything and they're gutless ones. Uh, I don't know him personally. But I will tell you, Tom Cotton of Arkansas, whenever we point these things out, Tom Cotton's office, they're all over it. Tom Cotton is a man extremely interested in saving the United States military, and he is somebody holding Millie and others. He's holding their feet to the fire. So I do want to give a shout out, credit where it's due, credit to Tom Cotton for that. But back to this. Let me ask you something, and I really mean this. Remember, I asked it at the beginning of the show, too, if you have any evidence. We have a military full of brave men, right? Brave, brave women, you would think. I mean, not all of them. Obviously, there's always some turds in there, but we got a bunch of I mean, signed up for the uniform, put a weapon in my hand, come shoot at me. It takes some courage. How many generals? How many? There are lots of generals out there and admirals. How many flag officers have stepped up and publicly said something about the communism destroying the United States military from within? We have the Biden administration putting out public plans now to have the, the, the military be totally green by 2050. We have a climate division at the Pentagon. It's all about LGBTQ training and do white people hate themselves enough and everything. It's all this. And as this is happening, remember, 6 million man hours, 6 million. Time is finite. You never get those numbers back. During those six million hours while, all, while, while our people were learning how evil America is, China's troops were learning how to cut our people's throats in the middle of the night. 
Time is finite. So how many generals, back to my question, how many flag officers have stepped up publicly and said this is wrong? Anyone? Is this, uh, is this, is this microphone broken? Anybody? The email in. Oh, I know about Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. We had one Lieutenant Colonel in the wake of Afghanistan step up and put out a video saying, where's the accountability? This is wrong. Of course, they quickly ran him out of the military. Yes. Like I said at the beginning of the show, there are going to be casualties, but where are the rest of them? Where are you? you you're in the military. I assume you have some love of country. I assume you have patriotism running through your bones. The institution that is the United States military is crumbling to dust before our eyes. Where are the flag officers? Talk about the era of cowardice. Are you all just worried about the pension? All of you worried about that job with Raytheon? I got to get that defense contractor job when I get out. I can't risk that gravy train, baby. Oh, forget the military. I'm sure they'll be fine. Where are you? You know we're going to send a carrier group to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, right, with our sailors on it. You know we're going to get engaged in open combat with somebody. It is inevitable, and we're going to lose air superiority, and Americans don't have any idea what that's like. Why? Because of the era of cowardice. Disgusting.